You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, family? What's good? Hey. Why y'all looking all sad? Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man. Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
welcome to Blessed Vegas Radio. Tonight is Thursday, February the 1st, 2018. Tonight we are in the Apple Valley Studio. We could have seen the claim bishop, founder, and overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church, Jesus Christ, Dr. Alfred Moore. His church is located at 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. And tonight, it is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible Study Session, Food for Thought. Do you have a food for thought tonight, ladies and gentlemen? Let us know. Um, also, too, this is the series on final analysis on the matter. We started this series back in mid-November, right before Thanksgiving. And it just means that God is coming back sooner than we know. So this is the final analysis on the matter. That means that God is now wrapping up so we can come back. You don't believe it? Read Revelations. Revelations is exactly what's going on right now. Revelations depicted this, this, and that, and it's all come true. I'm telling you what I've learned, and I'm telling you what God is actually doing in my life. I can't speak on what he's doing in yours because that's your testimony, but I'm a living, walking, and proven testimony. My son is as well a living, breathing, walking, proven testimony. When doctors said it couldn't be done, it is been exasperated beyond belief and beyond measure. The prayers of the righteous avail as much. Everybody pray for my Ryan. And I can tell you right now, since 2015 of October 21st, he has not had an active grandma seizure. He still has other problems, but the seizures have been ceased and descended because of prayers of the righteous. They plant the blood of Jesus, and he is forevermore not having any seizures at this moment. That's not to say that down the line, but if you believe the God I believe in, then I know that my testimony from my son is that he's still yet walking, breathing, talking, and giving God a praise as he does. He thanks God, too. He has a, his own praise in his heart. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Dr. Alfred Moore. God bless. Thank you tonight, amen, Kitasha. God bless you tonight, amen. It's good for you to bring us on tonight, as you often do. And we pray, God, amen, that you have been blessed, amen, by our receivers tonight. Tonight, amen, is uh, Thursday night. And, and before I get on, I ask you to pray for me, amen. I'm looking just at amen, but I'm going to bring you the word of God tonight, as we normally do. Tonight, amen, as my announcer just has said, this is food for a thought. Amen. This is something, amen, that you can eat right now and carry on with you the rest of this week. Praise the Lord. Amen. We we believe in amen, uh, teaching the word of God, the authentic word of God as it stands. We don't add to it, not take away from it. Let it be yea, yea, or nay, nay. Ever what God's word say, let it be. So tonight, praise the Lord, we are going to First uh, Corinthians chapter 8, 1 through 6, Zacharias chapter 14 and 9, Isaiah 43 and 10 through 11, First Corinthians 12 and 3. St. Matthew 7, 21 and 23. 
during the rest of the amen, during the rest of my teaching, amen, I'll be, we'll repeat these verses out to you again. But tonight, amen, First Corinthians chapter 8, 1 through 6, it reads and says, Now as certain things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but cherish edifies. And if any man thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if any but if any many love God, the same is known of him. As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is none other God but one. For though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be gods many and lords many, but to us is but one God. He's the Father of whom all are made. And we in him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, are, and we by him. Zechariah 14 and 9 says, And the Lord shall be king over all earth, and that they shall there be one Lord, and and his name one. Isaiah picked it up in the 43rd chapter, verse 10 to 11, and said, You are my witness, says the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe and understand that I am he. And before me there was no God for, neither shall there be after me. I even, I am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. First Corinthians 12 and 3 says, Wherefore, I give you, I give you to understand that no man speaketh by the Spirit of God called Jesus the curse, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Matthew chapter 7, 21 and 23 says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have not we prophesied in thy name? 
and in thy name have we cast out devils. And in thy name does many wonderful works. Then and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. We're going to talk a amen about the word of God tonight. Our Lord and our God. Our Lord and our God. He is our Lord. He is our God. We that have been born of the Holy Ghost can testify till he is our Lord and he is our God tonight. This is why, amen, the Lord is trying to get our attention tonight. Brother Thomas was one of the 12 disciples that walked it along with Jesus on earth. And when they crucified Jesus, Thomas had doubt in his mind that Jesus had risen from the dead. The way they had modeled his flesh and beat, amen, blood was running out of his flesh. Thomas, amen, in his humanity mind, couldn't see no way in the world that a man could get up and live again after that. But he was more than a man. He is our Lord. And he's our God. That is what Thomas failed. And that is what many is failing to see. Right, amen, in the 21 first century, amen, that we are living in. They are failing to see who Jesus Christ really is. Let us amen, see, can we... Bless somebody tonight. And I'm going to tell you, amen, take the word of God along with you. The Bible says, when you find the light, walk there in it. In other words, when you come into the knowledge of something that you have not came into the knowledge with, amen, open your heart and receive it with gladness and thanksgiving. Don't deny because it hadn't been revealed to you at that present time. The Lord and God is one. One Lord. The Lord is God. The Lord and God of the Old Testament. He was the King, the Savior, His Lordship and deity proclaimed. The Lord and God of the New Testament. He was king. He savior. His lordship and deity proclaimed. The Old Testament claimed, amen, that God was who he said he was. Amen. In the New Testament, amen, they claimed the same thing. We have somewhat got it wrong. Somebody have led us astray, amen, from understanding the full revelation of who the Lord really is. The Lord and God of all, the only potential 
the only Savior, the Lord and God of our life. He's Lord and God of our life. The Holy Ghost bears witness of that. Our lives bear witness of Jesus Christ. The identity and limitation of Jesus Christ has been the heated debate by the theologians of every age. There has just been a great, amen, discussion by the theologians, amen, who Jesus Christ is. One says he's that, and the other says he's that. Well, who is he? Well, let us take time and seek an amen. The Lord reveal himself or tell us who he really is. We don't have to argue about who Jesus is. Great is the mystery of godliness. Capital G-O-D, God was manifesting in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit, seen of angels and preached unto the Gentiles and received in the glory. We don't have to argue about it. Let's read the word of God. But many theologians, amen, have caused many people to error because they're trying to they're trying to figure out who Jesus is. He has been classed by some as a prophet. That's all, amen. Some people, amen, think that Jesus Christ is, uh, uh, amen, a world. Amen, he was a prophet. Some say, amen, he was a good man. Some have characterized him, amen, by others as an impostor. Amen. They call him Bezebug. Amen. They, 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 they said he was an impostor. Yet those who treat him with some kindness but fail to make him Lord of all do the greatest harm. So there's some, amen, treat, him with, with, treat Jesus with some kindness, but to fail to make him Lord. Less than what he is. That is greater harm than anything else. I can see, amen, where the Jews, amen, did not recognize who they was killing. They, they didn't know him. They, they just didn't know him. So they crucified somebody that they didn't know. Even, amen, it was written, it had to be told, amen, it had to be, it had to be done that way, but they didn't know him. And many of us still don't know him today. But in the word of God, he's trying to get our attention, amen, to recognize that Jesus Christ as only a prophet. Some say, amen, he's nothing but a prophet or he's a great teacher. The truth is to be robbed him of the most crucial element of his deity, amen. So not to know who Jesus really, really, really is. You're robbing him of truth. Jesus Christ was a visible expression of the identity of God. He was a visible, he's amen. 
the visible part of Jesus Christ came out to let us know who God is. God is a spirit. And amen, the visible, for what the invisible couldn't do, 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 uh, 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 the visible part of God come through Jesus Christ. Let us know, amen, who Jesus Christ really is. Jesus Christ was a visible expression of the identity of God, revealed to mankind. It was revealed to mankind. God manifests or made known himself. However, in his role as a savior, he was not only God, but also man in his role as he comes to be the son of God. He was not only a man, a savior of humanity, but he was a man, God manifested in the flesh. The invisible put on visible and come and dwell among us. This fashion of identity, uh, 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 divineness, and humanity presented the world with an uh, entire that it could not understand or comprehend. St. John 1 and 10. Not discerning his deity. Many people assess Jesus of unearthing his righteousness and privilege belonging to God alone, not designing who he was. They thought, amen, he didn't know who he was. Well, Jesus knows exactly who he was. But mankind didn't know who he was. They didn't know who he was when he came in the deity of the Son of God. They didn't understand, amen, that through the flesh, that is the body of Jesus Christ, were born in Bethlehem, the eternal spirit. Amen. That was God, the Father, that dwelled in him in form of everlasting. That was God, children. Read the word of God for yourself. Don't wrestle with it as some been done all their little life. Amen. Read it. Let him reveal himself to you. God was in Christ. God, capital G-O-D, was in Christ. Reconciled the world unto himself. Second Corinthians 5. In 19, it is the remarkable revelation of Thomas that so clearly brings us into focus that must dispute the identity of Christ. Jesus, our Lord and our God. He's not one of them, amen. He's both of them. He's our Lord, 
He's ruler over all things. That's what Lord is. And he's our God. We worship him. We honor him and we praise him. I'm talking about Jesus. The Lord and God is one. The Manifestus of the Old Testament is undeniable. It was this paramount tent of truth that separated the ancient peoples of God from the numerous polytheism society of their time. God taught his spiritually anointed prophet repeatedly emphasized his sovereignty to his chosen people. They, they repeatedly emphasized who he was to his chosen people. Psalms 86 and 10 says, For thou art great and does wonderful things. Thou art God alone. Psalms, amen, is telling you that right now. 86 and 10. You are great. And you do wonderful things. But thou art God alone. You by yourself. Capital G-O-D. Isaiah 48, 44 and 8 says, Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are even my witness. Are you are you a Holy Ghost witness tonight? If you are a Holy Ghost witness tonight, you know Jesus Christ is God. You are my witness. If there is a God besides me, yea, there is no God. I know not any. Isaiah 44 and 8. Isaiah, amen, says, if, it, if it's another God besides God himself, God said, I don't know him. I don't know him. Now, amen, if God knows all things, and he says, there is no other God besides me, how can Jesus say that he is God? He can say it, amen, because Jesus knows who he is. Human being got to find out who he is, but Jesus knows who he is. Is God manifested in the flesh? While other pagan cultures divided their harmony among a profound of false idols, the Hebrew nation being recognized the one universe deity. Amen. The, 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 amen. There were other nations, amen, and, and cultures, amen. They divided their harmony among their false gods and idols. But the Hebrew nation, amen, by recognizing the one universe deity, was able to direct 
is worship, praise, and obedience to the one focus point of divine authority, and that was God Almighty. There was nobody else, amen, from the Hebrew standpoint, amen. There was no other God for them to worship. Now, there were many false gods out there, but a false god is not the real true God. The, the New Testament, amen, is was in perfect harmony, harmony with the Old Testament, recorded on this subject. For the nature, the essence, and numerous qualities of God cannot and does not change. God don't change. Amen. If he was a God in the Old Testament, he, he is a God in the New Testament. First Corinthians verse 8 and 4 say, There is none other God but one. There is none other God but one. I, I, I don't, amen, I don't know where... Amen. People can say that there is more than one God. The Bible plainly telling us there is, amen, uh, there is none other but one God, one God, one God. Ephesians 4 and 6 say, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. He's telling us, amen, there is not but one God. The early Christian converts, the Jews, found no contradiction between the God of Moses and the God of people, uh, Peter. Amen. They didn't find no contradiction between, amen, the God of Moses and the God of people. They, they knew it wasn't but one God. They may have called him a different name, he may man, but it still wasn't but one God. They were simply able to recognize the one God in his new revelation manifestation. When they come on down to the New Testament, amen, they recognize, amen, that uh, uh, the one God in his manifestation, amen, through revelation. Jesus Christ revealed himself to whom he will. This thing come by revelation. The Lord has to open up your understanding to you to let you know who he, who he really is. It is this silent point that separated the contemporary people of God from the numerous of the Polynesian religion of modern Christianity. God was, God is, and God will always be one. God was, God will, and he always will be one. You, you can't change him. You can't make him out of anything else. He is just who he said he is. This truth is the primary foundation upon which rests the entire structure of religion, that God is one. It's one Lord, one Lord. 
Amen. It's one Lord. The title, Lord, amen. The title of Lord is given in certain governments as well as being an old English term meaning master. When applied to the deity in scripture, however, it carries the kenosis of superior, a ruler, a owner. Jesus is superior. He's ruler. He is owner. He's owner of everything. Israel knew. But one Lord. Israel knew but one Lord. Jacob wrestled with him all night long. And he said, I will not let you go till you bless me. And the angel says, Amen, your name will not be Jacob anymore. I'm going to call you. Your name will be Israel. Israel knew it was but one, 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 one. And so many of you out there wrestling with the Lord now, but you need to, amen, hold on to him until he bless your soul. Till you come to the night, till you come to the knowledge who the Son of God really is. There were but one of whom they owed their obedience to serving. One by whom they were owned, and that was Jesus. Of all the law God bestowed upon upon them, his people, one commandment was first and foremost. Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5, you could hear the cry all over Israel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thine heart and with all of thy soul and with all of thy might. God is one, Israel. Hear, hear. He that has an ear, let him hear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. So so, so essential and unchanged. Well, this is a point of truth that Jesus himself repeated it to the squires and the disciples in Mark 12, 29, and 30. And so during he, he were affirming, amen, that there is but one law. Jesus, amen, and, uh, was affirming, this is, amen, to uh, to the to the uh, scribes and the disciples, it ain't but one. How did you come up, Amen, with more than one God? I don't know, but Amen, the, the word of God is plainly telling you and I tonight, it's not but one, one, one tonight. Although the English word Lord is often inserted in places of the Old Testament, the Hebrew, the Hebrew name was. Yahweh or Jehovah. 
It is unquestionable that Israel acknowledged the only one deity as their Lord, ruler, and master. Second Chronicle 20 and 6 says, O Lord God of our fathers, are not thou God of heaven and ruler? Thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen, and in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Aren't you one, Lord? Aren't you able to rule over heaven and earth and all the kingdoms of, of the heathen? Is not there power in your hand? The answer is yes. The original Christians, amen, also knew but one Lord. They, 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 they knew it wasn't but one Lord. But to us, there is but one Lord. Talking, talking about amen on this side in the New Testament now. To us, there is but one God. Amen. There is not many gods, amen, but it's one God. We want to try to make it make it out that there is more than one God, but amen, the word of God tells us, amen, and I know by revelation, amen, like Peter did, it ain't but one. There is, to us, there is not but one God, the Father of whom are all things. Yes, God made all things. And we in him and one Lord, one Lord, one ruler over us is Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. First Corinthians eight and six. The only Lord God and even our Lord Jesus Christ, Jews, one and four. One Lord, Ephesians, five, four and five. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Amen. Keep reading, amen. Keep reading the word of God. Don't let tradition keep you from reading the word of God. You should know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Beloved Jesus wants you to know who he is. He is almighty God, as well, amen, as he was, amen, all human, all man, he was all God. He was more God than he was man. A very meaning. Of the word Lord, it indicates that it can be applied exclusively to only one being. Only one can be superior, a ruler. Only one can be preeminent, a master. Only one can have absolutely authority. Only one can be Lord of all. And that is, amen, Jesus Christ. 
He is Lord of all. All things were made by him, according to St. John, and without him there was nothing made that was made. All things were made by him. Talking about Jesus. That shouldn't be surprising to you if Jesus is God. He says, I come in my Father's name, and, 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 and you don't receive me. But if any would come in another name, you would receive him. He came in his Father's name. His Father's name had to be Jesus because that's the name that he come in. And he says to Mary, it just, she shall bring forth of the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save their people from their sin. Can't nobody save their people from their sin but a God. Study the word of God to show yourself being approved, being a workman, neither not ashamed, amen, or rightly dividing the word of truth. The Lord is God. The statute of God absolutely it denounces the divine perfection, the power and authority. The officer of lordship infers to ownership and rulership. Amen. Not only does the Old and New Testament agree that there is but one God and one Lord, but they also assert that these two offices are held by the same being. They are not separating a man who, who the Lord is. Old Testament and the New Testament is agreeing who the Lord is. Deuteronomy 4 and 39 says, Knowing therefore this day, Consider in thine heart that the Lord, he is God in heaven above and upon the earth beneath. There is none also. There is none else. Amen. He is Lord, amen, in heaven and in earth. The Old Testament knew this. All the people of the earth, amen, may know that the Lord is God. God wants all the people of the earth to know that he is God and that there is none else. First King 8 and 60. God wants, amen, everybody to know that he is God and there is none other besides him. And see also in Deuteronomy 4 and 35, First King. 18 and 21, Psalm 103, and Isaiah 40 and 28. Read these scriptures and you hear it, amen. And the Lord is still trying to reveal himself to humanity. Israel recognized only God as a supreme, the ruler or Lord. 
Amen. He 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 is a ruler and he he is the Lord. Israel recognized that. There could be no separation. Amen. He is who he says he is, and there is no separation of God and law. There is no separation of God and law. He is both. He is Lord and he is God. But when the old covenant Jews prayed to God, they were praying to their Lord. When the old covenant, amen, Jews were praying, amen, to God, they were praying to their Lord. When they called upon the Lord, they were calling upon their God. Yeah, in the 21st century, amen, the education and spread it everywhere. And is that so hard to see? It is because the scripture teaches us, amen, mankind is ever learning, but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This has been said before our eyes, amen, uh, way before we were born, and people still haven't come to the knowledge of who Jesus is. In like manner, the New Covenant Christians also recognizes that the Lord was God. After Peter and John had been interrogated by Annas and Cyprus and the Jewish council for healing the lame man at the gate of beautiful and for preaching Jesus to the multitude, the church in Jerusalem rejoiced at their release. Peter and John was about the business of Jesus Christ. They were preaching Jesus healed. Jesus healed. Amen. They didn't want to hear that in Jerusalem. They wanted to keep Jesus as a prophet. They wanted to keep Jesus as uh, just a, a good man. They didn't want to, amen, knowledge him that that was God. So, amen, they put him in jail. And when they got through, amen, disciplined, beating them, they let him out, and the church was rejoicing. And when they heard that they lifted up their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made the heavens and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Acts 4 and 24. My God, when they heard them praising the Lord under those uh, conditions, amen, they rejoiced in the Lord. Look how good he is. Look how wonderful that he is. The Apostle John added his witness and the witness of heaven to the identity of the Lord when he described, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation. Glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Revelation 19 and 1.
John, amen, saying when he said that, amen, he, 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 will, he will witness that Jesus Christ is God. So individuals are the term Lord and God that the scripture repeatedly refers to the Almighty One as the Lord God. The Almighty, he's the, he's the, he's the only one tonight. Church, he is the only one. The Lord and God of the Old Testament. The Old Testament scripture are clearly in the affirmament that the one God is the one Lord or ruler of the universe. It also declares that the Lord God of Israel is the only king and savior of mankind. That's the Old Testament. That Old Testament was a schoolmaster to bring us into the knowledge of the New Testament to let us understand more about who Jesus really was. The psalmist says, amen. The psalmist asks the rhetorical question, who is the king of glory? He then answered his question, the Lord Jehovah. He's strong, mighty. The Lord is mighty in battle, the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Psalm 24, 8 through 10. Who is he? He's the Lord Jehovah. He's strong. He's the Lord in battle. He's mighty. He is the king of glory. It was God declaring, it was God's desire to establish the nation of Israel with an unparalleled form of government. Not a Republican or a Democrat, but a divine theocrat. God designed to rule and govern his people by himself. There was to be no other sovereign monarch but the Lord God Almighty. God, amen, didn't want nobody over his people, Israel. He wanted to be a man, their only God, that they had to bow down to and to worship. The Lord God, amen, was undisputed king of Israel. As long as they honored him as king, they were victoriously. They were prosperous and, and experienced his wonderful salvation. It was an all, only when they rejected the rulership of God that judgment fell on them, all the heathen nations, and came upon them. When they desired a natural king in the place of their 
supernatural one, God promised to to obligate them, but also announced that in their hour of distress, he would turn a deaf ear to their prayer. Read Second Samuel, First Samuel. Eight six through eighteen. God wanted to be Israel king forever, but Amen. Listening to Amen like people do today, the devil. People want their own government. They don't want God to govern them. They don't want the Lord to tell them what to do. They want to be like all the rest of the nation. Select their own. A, a, a government, their own president, their own king. But God said, when you get in trouble, don't you call on me. God will not relinquish his throne in favor to another one. David, under the anointing of the Spirit, he wrote that the Lord would be king forever. He he would reign. He would reign with never. His reigns would never end. Our Lord God, Amen. He is King. Reigns will never end. Psalm ten and sixteen say the Lord is King forever, and even the heathen are perishing out of His land. The heathen is dying out of His land. The the earth is the Lord, and the fullness of the Lord. This is God's prophet, not amen. Amen. He said, I made the word. I come into the world. But amen, when I did, they didn't receive me. But that didn't stop him from being Lord. It didn't stop him from being master. It didn't stop him, amen, from being king of kings. From the fall in the Garden of Eden, man has been desperately Need of a savior. Yes, ever since Adam and Amen and Eve have sinned, we needed a savior. Needed a savior. Unable to save himself, man had been had to repent to rely upon the Lord God for salvation. For both physically and spiritually destruction. We got to rely up on God for our salvation. Because we ain't able to save ourselves. Isaiah said all of our righteousness is as filthy rags in the sight of the Lord. We just filthy rags in the eyesight of the Lord. We need a Savior. And that Savior comes through Jesus Christ in the new dispensation of time. Jesus is our Savior. Our physically and spirit, uh, spiritually body. I even I am the Lord, and beside me there is none else. I don't know what else you want to hear. Amen. Read this scripture. Amen. That is in Isaiah forty-three. Amen. Verse eleven and twelve. He said, "I am, I even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no savior. I have declared it." And I have saved, and I have shown when there were no strange gods among you. Therefore, you are my witness, says the Lord, that I am God. 
Amen. You are my witness. Yea, I am the Lord thou God from the land of Egypt. And thou shalt know no God but me. For there is no Savior beside me. I'm the one that brought you out of Egypt. I'm the same God that delivered you out of the hands of Pharaoh. And if there is another God, he say, I don't know him. Read Hosea, amen, 13 and 4. God people, God people were saved from their nakedness in the garden. Genesis 3 and 21. It saved from their flood in Hebrew 11 and 7. Saved from the pestilence in Exodus 11 and 7. Saved from slavery in Egypt, Leviticus 11 and 45. Saved from the wilderness, amen, in Nehemiah 9 and 19. And saved from the various enemies that tried to... Ahimelate them in Exodus 23, 27. No power was ever proved to be too strong for their Savior. There is nobody like Jesus. In my clothing, I'm going to say, put your trust in the Lord and lean not to thine own understanding. There is one Lord tonight. There is one faith tonight, and there is one baptism. Is a Dr. Moore, amen, in the studio, amen, here in Apple Valley, amen, saying good night, God bless you tonight, into the hands of my announcer. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Like I told you, we didn't find an analysis of the matter. We, Dr. Moore is breaking down these messages. He on the move for Christ. He is on the move for Christ. He is breaking down these messages and giving us the best day of the Lord. God is really giving him the scripture and the word. We want to tell you that we love you. Tonight it is the, sec- the first day of the second month of the brand new year. That means we've already made it to a full 30 days for amazing women. That was one powerful message. We love you. God bless you. You're on Sunday at our church. Dr. Moore will see you. And if not, we'll be back on here. Next Wednesday night for prayer. Good night and God bless everybody. Bye.